So you say you never you never did any any type of podcast or like sit down? Nope, this is gonna be my first time. That's funny because I feel time. like we met through interviews yeah, right. for for FTC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like I was meeting you and learning about you at the same time, <laughs> which is cool though because like I feel like that set up a nice uh, sort of foundation because like. My thing is, especially with the sort of, like, personal projects, like, when it's, like, still, like, amongst homies. Yeah. It's, yeah, we want to get people that are dope, but we want to get dope people, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's cool that, like, you're a dope dancer and you're a dope person. (laughs) So that made it easy to just, like, all right, this this dude's cool. I I, I could tell what he's about. Yeah. Like, there's the saying of meeting your heroes and like mm. sometimes that hero is like mm-hmm. actually a, a jerk yeah so i try to i try my best to be like all right if i'm going to be a student i'm always a student mm. so whether i'm meeting a new person or like getting into a new endeavor or like practicing something that i love it's like okay i'm always going to be this i guess you could say like i've always had me growing up of looking up to superheroes to being a superhero mm. and always being like the good guy so yeah Typical Spidey. <laughs> Typical Spidey, right on brand. This is Spidey, by the way. Spidey, amazing b-boy, amazing person. Thank you for for being here. Yeah, give thank it up for Spidey. Uh, thank you. Thank you. But thank no, you that me. that makes so much sense though. Like that's that's what Spidey's about, you know. Um, which, I, like, remind me because I'm trying to remember. I know we talked about how your how your sort of like style relates to the name. Mm. But like is is Spidey your guy? Like is So like that? Spidey when I was growing up was always like kind of my favorite superhero to watch. Mm. Uh if you were familiar with the nineties cartoon. Yes. Yeah, of course. that was forever like every Saturday I was mm. dialed in watching that show. It was like such an amazing show for me. Yep. That's my intro to him too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> so like Coming up with it, it was like, I guess like when I was first getting into breaking, I was still kind of figuring out my name and like figuring out my style. Um, I was only, only had the basics, right? Mm. I only, I, I loved Top Rock because like there was a way of doing the steps standing. I mean, obviously anything mm-hmm. you do standing is a little easier, <laughs> <laughs> but um, like the way how I was watching people do these steps was just yeah. like, yo, it's, so, it's cool. Like they're having like these different poses as they're doing mm. this, this dynamic step. So, like, uh, I started in high school. Mm. From high school, I went to college. I didn't think breaking or dancing would get that far. Mm. I thought it was always going to be a hobby. Mm. Um, but then I found out that my college had a breakdancing club there, and I was just like, oh, all right, well, let me see what this is about. Like, mm. if they, if it's not only on TV and, like, I'm seeing it <laughs> in high school, I'm like, all right, there's, there's got to be something different here, right? So I walk in, it's just like people doing power, doing top rock that I've learned, like doing footwork. I was like, oh, all right. There's a huge community behind Mm -hmm. this. And not only am I seeing like this community that I saw in high school, I'm seeing different steps that, Mm -hmm. you know, from when I was learning in high school, didn't make sense to me, Mm -hmm. right? So it just became like this thing like, oh, this is like, you can create your own world here. Yeah. Right, and then from there, I met a couple of friends who were actually, uh, they were kind of on that same wavelength, meaning like they were they were learning mm-hmm. about the same much as me. Like they only had top rock and footwork, yeah. didn't have power yet, or my, uh, a good friend of mine, his name is Emans, he, he had flares and he had high flares. <laughs> <laughs> it was like super cool to watch. Um, 
but he ended up asking me because this is where I started to learn that there was competitions and, mm. break, and like uh, battles and stuff like that. And my school tended to throw a battle every year or every semester. So I was like, oh, all right. Well, I wonder how this is going to work because I'm meeting all these people with different nicknames. Like, for instance, the legend Kid Glide would be there teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Hura from, from Dynamic at that time mm-hmm. there. We had a whole bunch of guys there. And I was just like, all right, well, my name can't be Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <what> <laughs> I mean, it would have been all right, right? <laughs> Shout out to there's actually a b-boy named Eugene. Okay. He's super dope. <laughs> super dope. Um, but yeah, nothing against the name, by the way. <laughs> but um, so my, my friend Emans and another friend of mine, his name was Jeffrey, uh, they came up, they were like, yeah, you know, we're thinking of putting a crew together and like, we're not taking it so so serious, but mm. like, we're calling the crew Marvel Heroes mm. as the Marvel superheroes. I was like, oh, that's super dope. I was like, okay. And they were telling me like, uh, Manny was named Nightcrawler at the time and Jeffrey was named Colossus. So I was dope. like, I was looking at it, I was like, wait, are they saying Marvel heroes or the X-Men? I was like, <laughs> do I have to be an X-Men? I was like, I asked them. I was like, well, is it cool if like I had a different superhero? And they were like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Is it all right if I'd be Spider-Man? Because like I already had flips at the time. Mm. Like, Heck yeah. So <laughs> from there, it just, it just flew. That was dope. Uh, it just flew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's dope. I always, I always had this like old um, like sort of like concept video idea of like, Marvel like styles with a, mm. a different superhero. So like, and, and it, before I even like knew you existed, it was like yeah, like Spider Man would be a B boy, mm. um, Doctor Strange would be like doing tuts and like finger tuts, oh, um, yeah, like yeah. dexterity shit. Um, Iron Man would be like King tuts and like popping. <laughs> oh yeah, I can <laughs> see that. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Video. That'd be so dope. You said that was that was like in college, right? Mm-hmm. But you had seen. You had seen Breaking before. Yeah, so the first time I seen Breaking, now you would think like, you know, living in New York City, right. you would already see it on the street. Right. I it's mean, showtime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Um, for me, honestly, it started from TV. Mm. Like, I saw this show called America's Best Dance Crew, yeah. I believe back in 2008. Yeah. 2007, yeah, right? 2008, <laughs> yeah. around that time. And like, I saw the Jabberwockies, which was cool because I'm like, I as a kid, I already watched people doing popping mm. and i used to do that in like um uh, house parties yeah. you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's one house party that my neighbor threw one time and like i was i was sitting there doing chris brown and usher moves yep. to win win a talent show Hell yeah <laughs> but then it came it popped up on tv and these guys named the jabberwockies mm. came out and they were doing popping but then they started doing breaking like power moves and um shout out to kid Rainin. Fuck i yeah. met him he's super dope um uh, he was doing swipes in the show. It's like, yo, I've never seen that type of movement before. Mm. It's like, all right, I hope, I hope, I find out where I can learn how to go and do that. Um, and sure enough, the universe answered that. Like the <laughs> next couple of weeks, I saw in my high school we had a uh, Black African American history show, mm. and I had a f- couple of my football friends at the uh, couple of my football friends were performing. And they were doing popping, but then this one came out and started doing some footwork, and I was like, "Yo, I want to know where he where he goes." <laughs> so, his name is uh, David. Uh, shout out to Agile. He was actually my first teacher Dope. in breaking uh, my last year of high school. So that's sick. Yeah. So you say you fo- did you play football in high school too? I did. I played. Sick. 
from my sophomore year of high school, I played for Bayside High School. Okay. And from there, I thought, you know, I thought that was going to be it. I thought I was going to go to college. I was going to get a scholarship and go, go in for football. Oh, shit, so you was, like, all in on it, football. Mm-hmm. What position did you play? So I played three different positions. Uh, sophomore year, I actually played this thing called a wingback, which is, like, kind of like a tight end. Okay. But now imagine this little small guy yeah, on the tight line. End. <laughs> like yeah. Jeremy Shockey, yeah. like. Like, big guy, big guy, big guy, yeah. small guy. I was like, oh, okay. But, like, sometimes they would go out for a pass, like, yeah. like a tight end, right? Um, my junior year, I played cornerback okay. and receiver, and then my last year, I finished the season out with like being a running back. Dope. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, because that's what I was gonna say. Like breaking is such a athletic form of dance. I mean, obviously, all dance is athletic to an extent, but some more than others. So it's like to have that mm-hmm. already, you know, athlete. Yeah, Story yeah, like kind of yeah. having the strength already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure yeah. that helped. <laughs> yeah, it did, it did. There was times I was watching people trying to do handstands, and like it was, a, it looked like yeah. they were struggling with it. For me, it was like a little bit of a struggle. But like, <laughs> like but it was like, like I had the strength to do yeah. it. Yeah. No, so I, I did like, um, we had like a, a breaking club sort of thing going on in high school. Mm. Um, it was really, honestly, just like two friends of me and MJ's that were like, yo, we're starting to learn how to break like you guys want to <laughs> come oh, learn with us dope. and like me personally like i i always liked dance i always loved dance i didn't take it seriously until like maybe the beginning of high school like i joined like the first local uh dance company i was a part of and stuff mm. but it was more like um like studio stuff like um contemporary a mm. little bit of hip-hop um like choreography? Most, yeah, yes. Yeah, a okay. lot of like stage choreography and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But when these two friends were like, yo, we're, we're learning breaking. At first, I'm not going to lie, like me knowing what I knew about breaking at the time, I was like, yeah, I ain't, yeah, ain't breaking. Shut up. <laughs> You're not breaking. But then, no, we ended up like chilling with them a lot after that. And like they were like into it, into it. At that point, I, I pretty much knew like what. I leaned more towards and like mm. I, I don't have the athleticism to be good at breaking mm. but like I had footwork and, and top rock um, just based on like dance skills and like growing up doing salsa in the house yeah. you know really yeah. helped with top yeah. rock yeah um, so like I would be in it for that but then like I would watch uh, like our friend Felix he's super mm. athletic like this kid he wasn't even on any teams or anything right yeah, yeah shout out Felix nice. yo He's super athletic, so, like, he was doing, like, fucking, like, power moves, like, out of nowhere. From, like, he, he learned windmills, like. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And then, like, the, the other dude, our other friend that, that was doing it, Shout Out Orlando, like, he was, like, going yeah. in on, like, footwork. And, like, I would learn, like, I, I learned the sixth step when I was, like, real young. Mm. And then hanging out with him, I started, like, there's a 12 step and mm. there's, like, this step and, like. That's what really opened my eyes, like the intricacies of breaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what like was it like the power that attracted you, or just like the footwork? I have to say it was the power. Yeah. But even though even though from football I learned a little bit of being athletic, mm. uh, athletic and like being um, learning about strength behind mm. it. I wasn't able to do power right away. Mm. <laughs> so like watching and trying to learn how to do flares and like windmills and stuff like that, it was so complicated for me. I was yeah. just like, 
let me just stick to Top Rock and Footwork for now, <laughs> you know? But like, so what I used to do actually in college was, um, like I was saying earlier, Kid Glide used to come mm. to the college and, and like teach like these mini, yep. mini sessions for like college students who wanted to learn. And there was times where he would come in and he would like teach them some footwork, but like I guess I was like very shy or nervous to kind of like ask somebody to mm. like teach me. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is like, as he's like teaching it, I'm like watching like in a corner <laughs> and I, I would watch him and like think about all the steps that he was like teaching those uh, teaching those students and then I would go in like this little secluded spot and try to practice it on mm -hmm. my own mm -hmm. so I was doing that for about a couple of weeks until like one time he actually like saw me like <laughs> <laughs> like doing it and he was like no nah, man just come over and I'll teach you so like I can understand that like I think what helped me get more athletic was the top rock and the mm. footwork. Like the more footwork that I was doing, like pushing my arms down into the ground, it was actually giving me that strength to go for flares. Or, Interesting. Or like be able to like whip my hips for like a windmill. So like yeah. I can I can understand. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense because like obviously you would need to have full body control um, to have clean footwork in the first place, you gotta, you know, you gotta hold yourself up anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, there's specific damn. little small techniques, like, yeah. like, I learned, like, if you're doing your footwork flat-handed, like, that's bringing the body weight down more yeah. down to the ground, and now it's not only making it heavier on your body, but now it's making your feet go out further. Mm. And because your feet are going out further, that slows you down, and now mm. you have this big momentum of, of whipping around in a circle. So. Damn. Glide taught me to like have the top down in my, uh, like kind of closer to my fingertips, yeah. to the top of my palm, yeah. and like try to go like on the, the ball of your feet. Yeah. 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 And then from there, it's just like, oh, this is a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> this works. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, that was the little secret, secret to this this whole time. Technique. <laughs> Technique. It's important. Yeah. Was there, was there like a moment where you were like, like, oh, like I'm good at this. Like, I should keep, I should keep going with this. I think, honestly, it wasn't, I think what I knew from football or all of my hobbies was like, in order for you to get really good at something, you have to continue to keep practicing right. it, right? Like, if you already see yourself, I guess like you can say like, I, I learned this from like a very young age from experience, which mm -hmm. is if you want to aim for something, you see yourself down the line from it. So mm -hmm. if you're like, if you're an artist, if you're, um, uh, illustrator, all right, you want to you wanna continue to keep building on that skill. You're like, all right, I want to be a cartoonist. All right, from 10 years from now, I'm just going to keep practicing and mm -hmm. learn all the techniques in order for me to be a cartoonist. It was the same with breaking. I think it was great because I had a visualization of me doing it, and I had people in the scene who were mm -hmm. actually doing it. If Kid Glide at, I think it was 2009, and I was just still kind of learning it. Yeah. This was like my first semester. I think this is like my second semester at uh, Nassau Community College. Okay. And he got invited to do this big competition that everybody knows about called Rebel BC1. Mm -hmm. Right? And I got to watch that competition. I seen the best in the world, and I seen Kick Glide there. The person that I just met in my school competing in this big world battle. Yeah. I was like, man, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah, it makes it that you much know? more real. And it was just like... Well, there was a lot of arguments with my parents, you know, because <laughs> obviously they don't see that vision. Like, um, they're very traditional. They, they see, all right, in order for us to succeed in life, you have to get a job, go to school, mm. and just continue to keep working until, like, you make it, right? Mm. Um, there's no other thing outside of what they know. Mm. 
but they're not with me in school right. seeing these awesome people who are traveling the world getting paid to do what they love to do you know it's so possible it is possible yeah. so it just takes the time like you have to you have to know like if you're 22 all right in 10 years i'm going to be 32 like am i this is something i love to do mm. i have to keep practicing it right you know yeah. i have all the time in the world <laughs> yeah no the, the, the dedication is important with the discipline but that's I think that's definitely something that is a huge struggle too, mm-hmm. with especially with artists, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like we do what we do because we love it, mm-hmm. and sometimes when we don't feel that love, it's hard to keep pursuing yeah, keep it. Going, but that's the important part is to yeah. break through that. Yeah, I think what it comes down to is like how you how you're thinking behind it. Like, mm. are you doing what you love to do? for other people mm. or are you doing it because it you it's actually truly yeah. it's truly something that's fascinating for you to for you to keep going for sure you know yeah. and i think that's what it, was, what it was for me it was just like a lot of uh sacrificing the time to put towards breaking mm. knowing like from all of the examples around me it can it will work out dope it can work out were you were you in school with like like a major as a backup or anything? I was going to school for graphics and design. So oh, that sick. Car- that cartoon yeah. analogy I was just doing, <laughs> I was actually trying to become a cartoonist. Sick. I think what led me to go to more breaking was mm. it, now they're both kind of the same field, right? They're, they're both they're artistic, art. yeah. right? Uh, it's an art. Uh, with graphics and design, when I was learning from a lot of my professors, they were like, "This is the way." you succeed in graphics and design. Mm. You have to go this way. Compared to breaking, I was like, all right, there's there's people around the world who are known for top rock. Their power isn't that good, but mm-hmm. like their top rock is their power. Right. Like there's people who are extremely good at footwork. Maybe their top rock and freezes right. are not good, but like they're the best known in the world for their footwork. Mm-hmm. So it was just there's like- powerheads that there's don't powerheads do any footwork. Don't do, that don't do both, right? But they're- extremely good at, at their discipline, yeah. you know? And it was just like learning, like, man, do I want to go in a field where I'm still kind of being told, I'm I, I'm being creative, but I'm being told how to be creative mm. compared to being in a field where I can be creative and nobody can tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah. You know? Damn, that's important. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> yeah, so it was just like, all right, well, breaking is like, nobody can tell me Nobody can tell me how to dance. Mm-hmm. People can tell me how to do the basics, right. but at the end of the day, it's like, again, you're an artist, so like you have to make yourself different compared to the, all mm-hmm. the other people. It was also with graphics and design where I f- felt like there was more of a doggy dog type of mm. uh, mentality behind it, right? Like you are all competing mm-hmm. with individual art artworks, art pieces, art projects, and you're trying to show this company that yours is the best. Right. But at that same time that you're showing that it, that you're the best, it could possibly be eliminating other people who need, exactly. that, need that paycheck too, right? Compared to, like, I feel like breaking is like, if I succeed, somebody who's behind me will succeed because now we're setting a path for each other. Like, we're making a path where it's a whole lot easier for all of us to travel down mm-hmm. to. Compared to, like, with art and design or graphics and design, like shout out to all the people who are in graphics and design. Mm-hmm. I don't mean anything behind it. Um, it's just, 
I feel like if it's it's a me or it's either me or you type of thing mm, compared yeah. to me and, and and breaking like sometimes in battles just like that but like at the end of the day you'll notice yeah. like they always show love to each other right like that's a certain setting you know but you can't like grow a community off of just competition yeah like there has to be some sort of camaraderie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I mean if you're not cheering on somebody that that person kind of falls out of that love for what we were saying right. about earlier right I think that's what made me fall out of love with with graphic design. I'll mm. still do it here and there, like, but like I'm realizing, you know, my passion or where I get my energy is in breaking mm-hmm. or in dancing. Yeah. And like having people and being able to watch people um, pursue what their perspective of what dancing is. Dope. You know? And 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 then like breaking itself is like, it's one of those styles that kind of like has freestyle built into it Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah like of course like that's gonna be way more liberating it's like Mm -hmm. you can basically do what like you can put these puzzle pieces together in any picture any way that you want yeah exactly for sure i mean that's how hip-hop became yeah yeah. it is right (laughs) it was like a uh it's a form of creation and freedom and like fun yeah Uh, the saying is peace unity and having fun Mm mm-hmm and love, don't forget. Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, <laughs> peace, love, I mean, unity, and having fun. You would know. You were you were there when the Bronx was burning and and <laughs> running, running with the, the gangs through, through the rubble. <laughs> yes, shout out to uh, Baz Luhrmann and the Get Down. Yo, that was it was such a fun experience being yeah. in that. Yeah, I, yeah. I gotta know everything as much as, <laughs> as much as you want to talk about that. Please oh, talk man. about that. So, I have to know. All right, so how. I'm going to give another shout-out to, uh, his name is Kem from Floor Obsessions, uh, super dope guy, legend, uh, and the hip and the breaking scene. He ended up becoming a stunt coordinator. Mm. So a lot of shows that we've been watching, like uh, Alter Car- Carbon, yeah, yeah, he, was, that's on he was actually a stunt choreographer dope. on that. Um, so he sent out like this uh, email to a couple of the dancers from, uh, around the New York City area for this audition. Okay. It was a closed audition. Sure. Um, didn't know what it was for, but I was like, yeah, <laughs> all right, I'll give it a shot. I've never really done any TV. I was like, what's the worst that could happen, right? I go to this audition, and it's like the best that the best breakers of New York, and I'm, I'm sitting here like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time here because, like, I know a lot of these guys and, mm. and what they're capable of. I was like, I know they're definitely going to get it. So with the mindset, I was like, all right, I'm just going to have fun, be me, and, like, see what happens. Right, so I do my audition. They did this one thing in the audition which kind of shocked me, and I was like, oh, I can definitely do that. Was uh, me and my younger sister used to do this in our home in Queens where we would pretend like we were fighting each other, like, mm. like stunt choreography yeah. already. So they had us uh, do like a little uh, stunt choreography piece, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. So, like, compared to some of the breakers, they didn't really know how to, like, pretend to take a punch mm-hmm. right me my, me and my sister were doing this since we've grown up it's like oh this is easy so did it um i'm uh at the end of the cory um excuse me i was at the end of the uh, audition i'm mm-hmm. like okay well we'll see what happens again there's a lot of great dancers on here i don't know if i'm gonna get it uh the next morning i get a phone call i get a phone call from the stunt choreographer he's like hey fast. look That's yeah weird. i was like yeah. i was like okay he's calling me He's like, yeah, so we just need to know your sizes because I don't know if you know or if you got the information, but you got you got the parts. Like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> so 
Wait, at this point, do you know what the project is? So they are telling me now it's the show that Baz Luhrmann is coming up with. It's uh-huh. called The Get Down. Were you familiar with like his work? I only knew that he did um, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Uh-huh. That was the one. That was the one that I researched. That I knew about. Yeah. And then I heard that he did Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. and all these other good, dope, dope movies. And I was just like, oh, all right, that's that's cool. The funny thing is, I'm telling my dad that I got I I landed this uh, um, I landed this this role, and he's super excited. He's like, ex- he's like, yeah, I know about this one. I know the I know the director. Like, yo, that's amazing. I was like. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right. Like, I guess, I mean, if it's cool for you, I guess it's cool for me, right? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just dancing like, and fighting. Yeah, I'm just dancing and fighting. I'm just alone for the ride, you know? <laughs> so uh, we do the fitting. Uh, within the weeks, we do the fitting. We're, like, getting to know the cast and, like, what what our roles are. And the funny thing is, me, I, I, I like to think as we were talking before, like me being a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be a good guy. <laughs> I get casted for a role as a gang member. <laughs> and I started to die, because I was just like, oh man, I don't even know how I would become a gang member. I was like, how does that even work? <laughs> nicest gang member <laughs> yeah, in the, the world. Nicest gang member in the Will world. you please give your money, <laughs> man? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to step off my block, sir. <laughs> You know, so it was just like, all right, well, now I have to, like, kind of prepare myself for, for this role of being, like, this bad guy, right, who can kill anybody on uh, on a dime. <laughs> so I'm coming up with, like, this persona and, like, thinking of how I'm going to uh, go about this. Backstory. Yo, it was. <laughs> so funny story. Um, there was a scene that um, I think it was one of the kids was trying to rob um, books. Mm-hmm. The guy who, mm-hmm. uh, the main, or, or yeah, books. Who's yeah, the, yeah. one of the main guys, and they're they're robbing him. If you see on the scene, it's like a kind of a parking lot. It's like run down. It's yeah, like yeah. the burnt down building, yeah, right? Yeah. So they were practicing the role before they actually were going to shoot it. Okay. And Baz came over. He asked me to be like one of the guys to kind of walk down this path. Dope. And this path is like uh, there's like old refrigerator. There's uh, beaten up bricks and this and the third, right? So I have to watch my step as I'm going down. But because it's Baz Luhrmann who's right next to me, I'm like, oh, well, I got to, you know, even though it's a practice, I'm going to keep my character, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm like this badass walking down this, this pile. Next thing you know, I'm like looking at the, um, one of the main characters, but didn't notice that there was a brick in front of my foot. Oh, so I trip over the brick. <laughs> trip over the brick, and I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be embarrassing if I just splat. So what I ended up doing was like doing this, this forward roll, right? And I forward rolled on these pile of bricks, and I got up with still in character. And they were like, okay, we're going to keep that. Oh, oh he's hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jaden Smith, who was on the project, he was like, oh, this, oh no, nah, this guy, he actually rolled on bricks. That is definitely a stuntman. And I was like, yo, all right. Well, my first time was, ever in front of the stars. I'm that's tripping. That's the initiation. <laughs> yeah. You got jumped yeah, like, in. You got jumped in yeah, by bricks. Exactly. <laughs> jumping around on bricks. At the end of it, I was like still holding in the pain of me rolling on it. I was like, uh, this is this is not gonna it's not Yo. gonna feel good tomorrow. Totally not gonna feel good tomorrow. Dude. But it was such a good experience. Um yeah, it was so fun. There was times where like we were doing like parkour all, uh, on, a, on a roof. We were doing uh, uh, free running on the roof. We were like flipping over cars. We were running on top of cars. <laughs> uh, the last scene was when we were running running into the club, uh-huh. right? 
And they were like, all right, well, somebody's going to have to die here. Oh, shit. <laughs> and there's four of us, right? There's four <laughs> of Savage Warlords. So we're all, like, looking at each other. So, like, the stunt choreographer is looking at each of us. He looks at me and he's like, it's going to be you. I was, like, oh. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was starting to get so attached to this character. <laughs> now he's going to have to die. <laughs> so it was so, so cool for that experience. Yeah. Again, this, I'm thinking, like, I'm being hired to do as a dancer, right. being a dancer, but this is more of like a stunt thing. Yeah, it's like actual acting. Yeah, actual yeah. acting, like you're actually on camera where a whole bunch of your friends are going to watch it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so they do the scene where I get shot, right? Um, they release it maybe a couple of months after, or mm. maybe a year, year down the road, they finally put it on Netflix and everybody's yeah. watching it. I've gotten so many people sending me videos of the scene of me getting shot. Yo. <laughs> and they were like, no, Spidey, why? Yo, I would go to competitions, and they would, they would dim down the music. I was like, yo, shout out to Spidey because he's alive. Damn. <laughs> it was like, it was like. I didn't really like, die. Guys, like, like, guys, it's a show, but it was hilarious, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was too funny. It was like such, it was, I feel like it was such a good year because like, mm. It was like meeting new people, uh, doing what I loved to do, mm. and like proving to like my parents at that time, who like we were arguing. Love my parents to death, by the way. <laughs> um, we were like argue all the time about like what I'm, what am I doing with my life? Like mm. breaking is not gonna get me anywhere. And now they're watching me on Netflix. It got so. you shot. Yeah, it got me shot. <laughs> <laughs> So it was super That's cool, wild. super that fun. That must be so surreal. It's like watching yourself yep. get every shot. Time, every time. It's just like, oh, man, I got to record this. <laughs> Dude. Was that like for one episode? Like how much time did you spend We spent, it? man, we spent like about a uh, month to two a months. Month on that? And then yeah. we had to do reshoots on, yeah. on some of those times too. I remember I remember when they were making it. Because I remember it being a big deal when it was announced. Yeah. Um, and then I remember they were shooting the first episode, I believe, and like it, I think quickly went over budget, mm -hmm. so they extended the, yep. the shooting of it, on and it became day. like the most expensive pilot in TV history. Yeah, he he ended up overspending on, and it was yeah. all on the first like the first yeah, pilot literally episode. Just the first episode. And it was like everything else was just like, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah. right. I'm pretty much sure that I mean, I would have loved to have him do like more of the show yeah but i think because he blew that budget oh yeah it like shortened yeah, how many completely. how many episodes he actually oh had yeah he had to do it was just like oh man like me and my friends who were like playing the savage warlords because mm. like um we loved it so much yeah. we were like trying to were they all b-boys some of them were actually some of them were b-boys some of them were um doing free running and oh, okay. parkour and tricking Got you guys. So, it was just like a team of stunt. Yeah, it was like members. people who were, can do dancing, can flip, can can uh, get from one point to the other. You're in. Who can fight? <laughs> You're in. You're in. That's you know? dope, though. And like, that was your first time getting booked for yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah. And then this, then there was a second show that I don't, a uh, second movie that actually went on Netflix called Barry. Okay. It was supposed to be for... Um, oh, is it the, the young Barack Obama movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if you notice in that in that scene when he goes to the club, mm. the guys who are doing breaking, yeah. I'm actually the guy who was doing the windmills Dope. in that show. <laughs> so it, that was the second 
second uh, project that I booked that I was like, yo, this is this is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Like, I thought I was going to be, you know, getting jobs in graphics design, going to school there, and turn around. I'm now I'm traveling the world doing breaking. See where dance could get you? <laughs> See? <laughs> just, just keep it going. Just stay disciplined. That's you know? dope, though. When you, when you, like, early in, like, training and stuff, did you ever watch... Um, what is it like Breakin' or Beach Street? Like that, all the old movies? I feel like that was like a requirement. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on, like, on the curriculum. Yeah, it's on the curriculum. <laughs> As you're going through Breakin', you have to watch these classic movies, yeah. right? Like Breakin', Breakin' 2, you have Wild Style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wild Style. That, that's probably my favorite one out of all, though. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. That's because, like, like Breakin's called Breakin', but. It's not a lot of yeah, it's more in like it. yeah, it's more like uh, popping and yeah, rocking than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, but still yeah. though, that that turbo that turbo broom scene. Yeah, it's classic. Iconic. It's iconic. Super classic. That's dope though. So, <laughs> football, dancing, graphic design, and did I see that you're getting into DJing? I am getting into DJing Yo. now. Yeah, yeah. What's that like? It is. It is fun because. When I was in breaking, like mm. I was always listening to music. Right. Right. Naturally. Like, I mean, you would think, you would think <laughs> that would be the thing, right? <laughs> but like, there's the intricacies that go into music. Right. Right. There's the instruments. There's their patterns. There's these um, cadences that, mm. that I feel like, kind of, I feel like an alien mm. <laughs> listening to all these things because like I'll look around and nobody else technically mm. can pick it up. Or I hear it, and I'm just like, oh, am I the only one that can hear this? So like, <laughs> it's a trained ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, all right, there's a little bit of a background. So my dad was actually in a band. Like, oh, he was a musician. So play? uh, he played drums. Nice. And he was, like, a producer, too, so sometimes sick. he would put music together. So I guess, like, I kind of had, like, a head start of, like, listening to music and, like, getting patterns and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I played guitar for a little while, too. Nice. And it got to a point where, like, I can hear notes with just by picking yep. it up by ear. Yeah. I sucked reading notes. <laughs> I always did tabs, but like whenever I heard music, I'm like, oh, okay, let me see yeah. if I can try to figure that yeah. out. Yeah, no, that's a thing. That's my, my dad's the same way. I kind of have that from him too. Oh. He's a he's a Latin percussionist, so like uh, bongos, congas, like anything like that. That was yeah. his shit. Like growing up, that was his shit. Never learned to read, but like always got invited to like come play this gig or come play that gig because like just because his ear is phenomenal so that kind of like plays a little bit into like djing now too yeah and like producing music um uh there's a little hint in another hobby that i did before breaking was skateboarding oh, nice. i was trying to get sponsored before i actually went into breaking word yeah like you were that deep into skating i was i was i was hitting kickflips i was hitting heel flips i would do like Dude. uh 180s but the thing that <laughs> the thing that, that that got me in breaking was like I can control my injuries. <laughs> you know, I can control how I fell. There was one yeah. time, man, my dad was so upset. Like I went skating the night before a very important football game, mm. and I tried to kick flip down these. It was not that many stairs. It was mm. like a three step mm. with a couple of friends. I tried to kick flip. It under rotated. Mm. I like. Stepped on the side of the board and sprained you my ankle. Pre-mode it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pre-mode hard, and not only did it pre-mode, like you would think, like the board would have flipped down right. when I stepped on it. It stayed there and it twisted my ankle. Uh, 
<laughs> I hate Anchor yeah. so much. Uh, it's the worst. Sorry. My dad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yo, my dad was so upset. <laughs> he was uh, so upset. He was like, how could you do that the day, like a week before? Like, you got, you know they're going to need you. Damn. And I was like, ah. Uh. So, like, we were, um, that day at the game, I was there with crutches and I was watching, watching it. And when we were all giving high fives to the other team, they looked at me and they recognized me from, like, footage. They're like, Oh, you were the running back. They're like, oh, shit. Okay, all right. That's why we took it. So it was like, ah. I was like, ah. If you played, they were Yeah, if I would have played, they were like, ah, man. They were like, yeah, we were preparing to, like, stop you. It's just like, wow, okay, well. That's funny. Dude, you're like you're like literally a hero. Like, breaking, breaking and skating are probably the two top things on my list of, like, Things I wish I started when I was younger, because mm. they're both amazing. Like aesthetically, they're both just like amazing to look at. Yeah. But yeah. then like the intricacies of them are like so hard. Like those are two of the hardest things oh my to God. do physically. If, if like you don't know about any break, uh, skateboarding, definitely look up Ronnie Mellon. Yeah. Ronnie Mellon Hell is yeah. like legend. The legend, dude. Like. You guys see like what's happening in the X Games? That guy was yeah. the X Games. Yeah. And before, like, going vertical was even, like, cool, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he innovated a lot of shit, started oh. it, it, created it, and still, <laughs> still, still, still to this day, at this still age, he's an going. dude, too. You ever, like, watch him talk? I know he's very spiritual. Yeah, he's like, interesting. He did yeah. a whole TED Talk. I um, never knew that. Yeah, oh. I mean, they give a lot of people TED Talks. But no, he, he he did he and I don't I don't know if he was on the board the whole time, but like he was using the board and stuff. But he made a lot of good points just about like life and balance and mm-hmm. how getting up, you know, when you fall and like that's that's a big thing. And obviously in skating, that's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but again, like it's it's one of those things where you have to come at it from a place of not fearing it. Yeah. Because it is fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. And those in- when you injure yourself, you know, you're yeah. upset that whole time that yeah. you're recovering. I know it. <laughs> Shout I mean, out to MJ. To, not to keep talking about injuries. Shout out to MJ. Right here. Literally, literally last summer. Last summer was the first time I tried to skate in a skate park in my whole life. Mm. Um, and like I had taken a, a few weeks before that where I was just like, Working on basics, just getting way more comfortable. Because I, in like high school, like towards the end of high school, mm. is the first time I really picked up a board and like actually learned how to ride it. Ah. But it's a it's a cruiser, so okay. I was literally just using it, you to know, get from yeah, point, point A to point, a to point B, B, whatever. Um, and then like during the pandemic, I like I have a few boards in my house, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, like might as well <laughs> not doing nothing else. So I got a little bit more into it to the point where like I legitimately ollied for the first time that oh. felt amazing mm-hmm. and then one day we were just like yeah let's just let's just go to the skate park and see what's up Dope. and at first <laughs> i was like okay like the, <laughs> the momentum of going up and down a ramp is fucking scary yeah. yep <laughs> and then got too comfortable like in between a mini ramp and just coming back down just wasn't paying attention board oh. slipped out from under me yeah and my foot like landed like this, so 
it immediately swelled yeah. up, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's that's enough." Story. That's, <laughs> that's that's enough for for yeah. quite some time, <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of my life. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, but that's yeah. dope, though. Damn, how long were you skating? Um, man, I started I started pretty young. Yeah, uh, me and my neighbor, um, we started around six seven Damn. like i was six yeah, seven so when i like kind of picked it up and i was like watching the, the x best. games and stuff like Fuck that I was yeah. like, oh man i want to do that and then that was what like late 90s early 2000s uh 92 93 yeah. so yeah so then yeah. that was like just x games was, like me. just about to yeah like like i think it was i'm sorry because i'm thinking like 92 93 but i'm like four <laughs> or five years old <laughs> <laughs> so there's no way um I want to say maybe seven years old, so that might be like ninety-eight. Yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah, that's so like Tony Hawk was like becoming Tony. That's when he. Hawk. I think that was the year he actually he hit, hit the, the nine hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what a time! Even my like my mom was like a good supporter about that. Like she would watch the X Games with me, and she would that's like get excited. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was an interest, that was an interesting time though, because like I feel like there's a, a bunch of things that were super popular or like considered really cool at that time that just like aren't anymore yeah. like skating was one of them pro wrestling was another one during mm-hmm. that time like that was like the stone calls the, the stone calls the, the rocks, rock days yep. it's like mad people that were never actually into skating like knew tony hawk or like were never into wrestling knew the rock <laughs> yep. it's just yep. pop culture like that shit took over yep that's dope though so you don't you don't fuck with skating at all now or? uh once in a blue moon yeah. i still have it in my car whenever like just, yeah i see like friends who want to skate i'm just like okay yeah go to my car and go pick it up <laughs> i think the last time i actually went to a park was with a good friend of mine in the bronx there's one not that far from um yankee stadium e- is it uh, the van Cortland one was it malali park i don't think i've seen that one it's a dope park Un- oh, underneath. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay, okay, yep. okay, okay. Got you. Yeah, I went skating over there. It was Hell like, yeah. I mean, it was a, <laughs> it was, it was after like maybe a hiatus of like a year or two. <laughs> How did that feel? Like, it felt like it, it was a little rusty. I was yeah. still throwing my body down. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't miss throwing myself down <laughs> like this. <laughs> but after a few times of spilling, I was like, all right, yeah. all right, back on it. Let's keep it going. Rather like purposefully be on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no cool thing about breaking it, it hits every time you fall <laughs> i mean at least you're right closer. Six step. <laughs> <laughs> what's what would you say is the hardest skating trick you've ever learned mm, i think it'd be kickflip burial kickflip burial which is like think of 360 flip yeah. but it's only going 180 right yeah and then what's the hardest thing you've ever accomplished in breaking Air flare. Air as, flare. As popular as that move is now, for me, it yeah. was air flare. Like, air flare for breaking would be the 360 flip of skating. Right. You know, people <laughs> are, like, constantly keep, keep like, they have to keep But then once you it. got them, you do yeah, them all yeah, the time? All, all the time. <laughs> it's, like, natural. It's, like, second nature. What's harder? Air oh, flares or for me, flips? For me, it would have been burial kickflips because yeah. like it's unpredictable. If I mm. if I'm if I uh, flick too hard, yeah. I might over rotate the board and yeah. then I'm freaking out because I'm like, all right, I hope I land back on the board. Right. Compared to like uh, air flare, it's like okay, I have to make sure that I land on the other arm and I try to keep myself up. <laughs> and it's all based on you. Yeah. You don't got a board to worry yeah, about. Yeah, you don't have a second a second objective <laughs> there with you. 
an inanimate object that has a mind of its, of its own. own. Exactly. <laughs> it has its own weight and gravity. Dude. <laughs> That's so dope. Did you never, you ever like touched anything uh, pro with skating or anything like that? Like, um, I mean, I or anything like that. Mm-mm. I was really close to. I wanted to. I guess, like in a way, I was like, I wanted to feel a little bit more. How do I say? It? More stable. Mm. Like a lot of my tricks were like super basic. Okay. Like if it came to like grinds and stuff like mm. that, I wanted to try to get to like a more complicated grind. Mm. Like if it was like a feeble grind. Yeah. Or get more tech I, with it. Yeah. Like yeah. I felt like once, <laughs> as we were talking about it, once I get a 360 flip, all right, now I know I can go into competitions and, and like <laughs> compete. That's uh, the standard. Yeah, the standard tray is like, all right, tray flips. No. That's the audition process. <laughs> yeah. Can you do a tray flip? No, get out. <laughs> yeah. So all my friends have tray flips. It's like, oh, man, if I don't have a tray flip, then what's the point of me going to competitions, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I never really gotten that far into um, skating. Mm. Like, just because, like, every time I got injured, there was more time that I had to take off for me right. to heal back, for me to come back. Yeah. You know? <sighs> And what, then, a, what a life. Yeah. What a lifestyle. It's like inconsistencies. Mm. One day you'll have one basic normal grind, and yeah. then you injure yourself, you take a week off, and then that basic injury, uh, grind I used to have is not so basic yeah. anymore. So, but breaking, you can get the keep, flow back. Like riding a bike. Mm, that's <laughs> I felt awesome. like I was riding a bike. That's My awesome. fear was always taking too long of a break away from breaking and losing moves. Got you. Yeah. But that's yeah. more on like a like personal choice. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. more of like a, a, a self-discipline for myself. Mm. I was like, all right, I don't want to be too far away from this because like I don't want it to be hard again. <laughs> right. I don't want to lose it. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. I wanted to ask you um, about the uh, the Nets uh, hype team. Mm, How did team that hype, come out? Hype. Yeah. How did that come out? Um, so I have a friend. His name is Alexander the Great mm. from Dynamic Rockers. At the time, okay. I was I was... Um, me and him were crew members. Uh, he was working actually as uh, the team hype, mm. Brooklyn Nets team hype. And I thought about it and I was like, oh, well, that could be another job of like doing what I love to do. Yeah. So he was telling me that there's auditions every summer. Oh, shit. So I think at the time that I was talking to him about it, it was probably around September. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to kind of wait for it to come back around. Right. But watching his stories, I was just seeing like, Super looks super fun, right? So I found out maybe uh, around that May. Mm-hmm. Like, so he told me in September, kind of some time went by, and then May that they had another kind of separate little team that's kind of for the G League. Oh, so okay. the Brooklyn Nets have a G League yeah. called the Long Island Nets, yep. right? So I auditioned for the Long Island Nets. Got you. Um, kind of the same same thing. They had the same captains from the Brooklyn Nets. They have um, Crucia, who is the entertain uh, entertainment director uh-huh. at the Brooklyn Nets. Super awesome. Um, yeah, so they were holding auditions there. I'm just like, okay, well, let me go and try this out. Yeah. See how this goes. Maybe it'll be another thing. Just maybe, like how maybe they have me fighting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like how in the get down. Just like, all right, I see some good guys here. I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, one of the captains at the time, his name was Alex, uh, different Alex, Alex Diaz. <laughs> Alex, uh, not so great. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was pretty cool. He was a pretty cool guy. He was, he was good. <laughs> Maybe not great, but he was good. <laughs> Alex the good. <laughs> <laughs> now, shout out to Alex. Um, 
so he actually was one of the captains on the Brooklyn Nets, and mm. he recognized me. He was like, oh, all right, yo. They were like, they were, he put in a good word for me. He was like, all right, watch this guy. This guy is like pretty dope. So did the audition. Uh, they, they love what I did. And a couple of weeks later, they hit me up and let me know about how it, how it works. And I was a Long Island net. Mm. Did a season with the Long Island Nets, and I was like, okay, this is pretty like simple. Like where I like being outgoing, I like cheering on, the, um, hyping up the crowd. Mm. So it was like, okay. Um, by the next time around, so that was a full year in the Long Island Nets. Then I went out for the Brooklyn Nets, and you know I, now I built the rapport with with everybody from the Long Island Nets and like uh, Corsia and Alex and Jamal, who were the captains on the team. And, Audition there and just brought that same energy that I had in Long Island and brought it into Brooklyn. Hell yeah. And made the audition. <laughs> Hell, that's What's that? Because we talked like, you know, about how freestyle is a big part mm. of, you know, breaking and, and your journey especially. What's it like to sort of be in a more, I guess, like choreographed environment? That was a challenge for me. Mm. Because now you are learning eights. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, again, from no, being a magician, I mean, not a magician. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you're a magician too? <laughs> <Damn. No. laughs> Secrets out. No, kidding, kidding. As a musician, um, picking up eight counts. Mm. Um, now I'm putting a set eight count of movement together. Mm -hmm. And I have to be at the same time as these other guys. It was kind of, it was kind of, relatively easy just because like I was thinking routines when I was in a part of my uh, breaking crew. Yeah. Um, but it was just a little trickier now because now we're doing it for an audience and mm -hmm. the audience is going to know when, when you mess Shit, up. Shit, an audience, right? an arena. Yeah, whole arena, <laughs> the basketball team too. They'll see it and you're like, ah, he messed up. And then, right? and then Kevin Durant and Blame losing on yeah, like, fucking like, team hype. He was like, yeah, the entertainment <laughs> team wasn't on game. <laughs> no, but it was like, it was something that, you know, I constantly had to uh it was a challenge for me so my first year i told them they were like well one of the questions that they asked me in the interview was like how how comfortable do you feel with choreography mm. and i told them right out the gate i was like hey it's not gonna be my strong suit i will work i will work myself to try to get it and in those um those rehearsals anytime i felt like i didn't have it 100 percent, there were some people who were like oh i got it close enough right mm. I was one of the guys who were like, hey, can we do it? Can we do the whole thing again? Because like I felt like I was a little off on that, mm. and like they recognized that. Hell yeah, you know, no, and, that's that's great. You know, they want to see that you know that initiative to get better. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, and then they can trust you. you know? uh, yeah, because now they know that I'm not trying to like give right. less than a hundred right. or less than a hundred and ten. Right. You know. It was just like I think it's it's it just started to become a habit of just like yeah. wanting like loving something so much that I'm I'm want to learn more than a hundred percent of it for sure for sure and like just make it uh, master it yeah. you know so it, com it comes with all crafts yeah just like if you love something you just like constantly have this energy of this burning desire to like want it a hundred percent totally yeah. what what do you what do you sort of like looking for like next like what's next for your career that you're looking at um at the moment so even though this year this year is a learning experience mm. because this year i set my my goals on traveling internationally mm. right and i applied for my um i applied for a passport in the beginning of the year 
and they're supposed to only take two months. <laughs> Mine took four. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really get my passport until April, and I was just like, "Oh man, well, like, what do I do now? Like, where do I go?" Yeah, like you delays know? the whole process. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, like, um, personal life outside of life, like, um, I take, I try to take care of my mom and my mm -hmm. my younger sister. Um, unfortunately, my dad passed away about oh. five years ago. Yeah. So we went through this whole situation where we used to live in Queens, and now we live all the way in Suffolk County, Long uh, oh, Suffolk wow. County, Long Island. Yeah. So it's like a kind of a change for yeah. all all three of us, because you know, my my life technically is like in the city, like Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, right, right. Bronx. Um, so traveling from Suffolk County all the way to the city almost every day is like, I mean, it became it used to be a challenge, but now it's just like. All right. Well, how can I make this work and take care of mm. my mom and my my younger sister and show them that they can do the same thing, you know? So this whole year has just been about all right. For now, I am still gonna continue to keep training on myself because I have had injuries that I've been um, not taking care of and not really focusing on healing. So I was like, okay, for now, I'm gonna continue to keep practicing, but I'm going to also focus on my personal life and like help my mom and help my sister and help teach them about like what I've learned about myself in the past couple of years, you know, like being, um, uh, having more of an open mind, not only just an open mind, but a stronger mind just to help you get over, um, uh, what's the word I'm not obstacles. Mm -hmm. Cause like obstacles are always going to be in your life. Yeah. Right. And how you view your obstacles, how you get past that obstacle or if that obstacle is going to stop you. So it's just like always rebranding and relearning about myself and learning about people around me and like it's a, it's a challenge. <laughs> no, for sure. But that that determination though, like super inspiring. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that you can do what you love, learn from it, but then have the thought that like, oh no, I can use this mm -hmm. in my personal life. I can use this to help the ones I love. Like. Mm -hmm. That goes way beyond dance. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just humanistic. <laughs> Again, yeah. super inspiring. Yeah. If y'all if didn't hear anything, hear that part. Like, that's, that's <laughs> the important part. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, um, that's what I've been learning about, uh, like, some of my students, too. Yeah. Uh, when I'm teaching them, like, when they don't think that they can get a certain move, when they get that move, it just bleeds into their personal life. Mm. Like, I have an example with a student of mine. We call him Oblivion. He's, Oblivion. Yeah, <laughs> super funny kid. Um, but I've been teaching him for four years, breaking four years uh, from this private school, uh, charter school in, in the city. And his teachers have noticed since the years he's been breaking with me, like all the barriers that he thinks that he's had in his life, he's just been breaking through. Mm. Like, he's like, okay, I mean... I do breakdancing, which is one of the hardest dances exactly. in the world. He's exactly. like, nothing can really stop me. I can think about how to, how to, I can think of my solutions here. A hundred percent. That's a, yeah, that's what it is. Cause it's like, if you determine yourself to do something difficult, mm -hmm. everything else is going to pretty much be a breeze. Yep. Cause you, then you know that you can get past difficult things. So when something difficult does arise, it's like, oh. Oh, uh, just another one. All right. I'll figure this All out. All right. What's the equation of this one? <laughs> right, right. 
That's what's up, man. That's awesome. True hero. Yeah. Spidey. <laughs> Spidey, true hero. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this, dude. Uh, like, thank you for having me. This is awesome. <laughs> this I, I is... <laughs> love getting to know all of that. Oh, <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. It's so good. There will be more. I know there will definitely have more times where we'll sit Hell and yeah. like, just talk more about it. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, do you have anything like coming up that you want to shout out, promote your page, anything, classes? Uh, if you guys want to follow me on, on Instagram, it's underscore underscore Spidey, but you spell Spidey with a Y. So it's S-P-Y-D-E-Y. Uh, I will be DJing, actually. This uh, breakdancing event is called uh, Hybrid Theory. They pair um, one of the best breakers in New York with a student who is also probably, that kid could either be like super dope or he's like still learning. But they are pairing like a best breaker with a kid and huh. they battle it out in a two versus two. That's interesting. Yeah, and you're DJing yeah. that event? And I'm going to be DJing that event. Fire. And it's going to be at uh, Wondrous uh, Breaking oh. Studio in uh, Bushwick. Yeah. So if you're free and have some free time, come through. Dope. Listen to When this, is it? Uh, this Saturday, actually. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> this <laughs> podcast will make it out to everybody. It time. won't. But <laughs> All right. All right. We'll put it out in the ether. <laughs> yes. If not, I, I mean, I'm. They. I've been DJing a lot more, so I'm going to a lot more events DJing, as well as like coming back out to go and, and battle more too. So I see you, I see you. <laughs> Hell yeah, I see you when I see you. <laughs> Spidey, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Thanks you guys, again, bro. thank you. Thank you for having Appreciate me. You. All right.